0: Please pray with me. Lord God, thank you for this opportunity to worship you together today. We pray that your Holy Spirit would fall afresh on us now, that you would open our ears and our hearts, that we might hear you and receive you, that our lives might be transformed, Lord. And we pray that you would bless and anoint this time. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Morning. It's good to see you all today. Well, the other day, I find, found myself, probably just like you, thinking of the 1984 classic mu- movie, The NeverEnding Story. <laughs> Were you? It's, it's a great one. Have you seen it? Oh, so good. Man, it's this m- movie about this young boy who, like, gets this book, and then, like, through the book, he's taken into this, um, you know, special other realm where there's all like, dragons and stuff like that. Isn't that great? It's so good, right? Such a good story. I mean, you get the idea of it. I don't need to explain everything, but it's really a wonderful movie. Now, the movie itself is phenomenal, right? And I could spend hours waxing loquacious about it. But it's the title that I'm interested in today. The title, The Never-Ending Story. And I was wondering, is there a never-ending story for us? Well, I would posit that the story that many of us have that plays in our heads is one um, we hear probably when we're young. And is reinforced and built upon during our lives. And that story has many permutations. But all of them hinge upon the idea that we're not worth it. You ever heard this story before? You're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not wealthy enough. You're not healthy enough. um, You'll never amount to anything. You'll never be loved. If people really knew you, they wouldn't love you. Right? You ever heard that one before? You ever told it to yourself? Yeah, that's a story that that we hear so much in this world and is so often reinforced for us, is that we are failures, one way or the other. Looking at our gospel passage from Luke, we see that there was a group of people in Jesus' time who knew that story well. They were called the tax collectors and the sinners, right? We'll just put them in the tax collector sinners box. Right, and what were they known for doing? Tax collecting and sinning, right? You got it. It's a pretty uh, self-descriptive title. Uh, And they were constantly being reminded by another group that they were not worth it. Who was that other group? The Pharisees. The Pharisees liked to point out to these guys, hey, look, you guys are bad, right? And by extension, we are good, because we're Pharisees. The Pharisees wanted those tax collectors and sinners to know that they were failures. They had let down their people, their nation, and the world. We see here in this passage where the Pharisees say, this fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. Right? We see this kind of vindictiveness, this judgment on these tax collectors and sinners, that I can't believe this guy even associates with them. Doesn't he know they're not worth it? Doesn't Jesus know that they're a bunch of losers and that hanging out with them is only going to corrupt them, right? What did your parents tell you about hanging out with good people or bad people, right? Don't, don't, Don't bad people corrupt us when we spend time with them? Isn't that a bad thing to do? Well, apparently Jesus didn't know this because he asked them two questions. About how God saw those tax collectors and sinners. The first question is Which one of you having a hundred sheep and losing one of them does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? The second is Or what woman having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? What do these stories express? That a lost thing is valuable it's as valuable or in some ways more valuable than what's safe anyone ever felt this before in their life you lose that one little thing and you spend forever scouring the house for it when really it was not worth all that work right i do this i'll drop like a bolt under my car and i'll spend forever down there with a light trying to see it trying to look for it when i've got a whole shelf of them you know it's we do things like this constantly That one lost sheep and that one lost coin in these parables are worth risking everything to retrieve. And when that one lost thing is found, then there is rejoicing in heaven and on earth. That's the way it works with God. He used these simple questions to tell the Pharisees, the tax collectors, and the sinners a new story. This story was that God loves us that he wants to see us return to him and that he is willing to do anything to make it happen and so what did jesus do to make this happen for us right or for these groups here in the story well the incarnation right he took on our flesh he carried on a preaching ministry where he preached about the coming of the kingdom of god he um, healed people And then he died, sacrificed himself on the cross, and he was resurrected. He lived out this story of rescuing that which was lost. And because he did this, something else is at work then that we see in this passage. All the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus. Everyone was coming near to him to hear him. People were braving being near the Pharisees, which would not be an easy thing, right? If you were a tax collector or a sinner, would you want to sit next to a Pharisee? No, why? Yeah, because be, you know they'd be thinking about you the whole time. They'd be like, oh, I can't believe I'm sitting next to this guy. Joe Tax Collector, man. This is terrible. This is going to be, looked. I hope somebody doesn't get a picture of this and put it on Facebook. Right? My reputation will be in ruins. They didn't want to sit next to the Pharisees because they knew they would judge them. But they were willing to do it, willing to brave coming into contact with those Pharisees just so that they could have an opportunity to hear Jesus because they loved the story he was telling. Jesus was attracting people to himself because when people came to Jesus, they knew that God loved them and was willing to do anything to get them back. Jesus just drew people to himself. The same Jesus speaks to us today. And he wants us to forget the old story that we've been telling ourselves about failure and worthlessness because that story is a lie. And he wants us to believe the new story about a God knowing who we really are, right? Because he can see inside of us. Knowing who we really are, he took on our flesh and died for us so that we could be forgiven of our sins and reconciled to God, set free to love him, and to be with him because really my friends this is the never-ending story this story of god's redemption of us because the story does not end when we die the story just continues as we enter into our resurrection life with jesus christ god wants us once we hear this story and know this story to invite others to him to invite others to join into this story with us. And the beauty of this is that he's already drawing those people to himself, right? Jesus was drawing those tax collectors and sinners to himself. And so all we need to do is to let them come in, to move out of the way so that people can be attracted to Jesus Christ. My hope for us is that we would be a church, that we would be people who would know and love Christ, that we would believe the story, that we would live out this story of God's redemption of the world and that we would share this story with others that they might come to know and love Jesus Christ as well. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you. Thank you that you have given us this story, Lord, that you have given us hope in your, in your name, Lord, that you have given us freedom through the shedding of your blood. And we pray, Lord God, that you would help us to see how we are seen in your eyes. Lord, to accept that we are loved by you and then to live as your beloved. Lord, may we share your word, your message of hope with those who are desperately in need of hope. And we pray that you would continue to draw people to yourself that they might know and believe that you are the Savior. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.